welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. I'm your host, Eden Strader, and I'm so excited to have you here. Whether you've been here for a long time, a short amount of time, this is your first episode. We are excited to have you here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. This is the podcast where we dive into all things personal, all things business, and all things in between. Because as entrepreneurs, our personal lives and businesses are so intertwined. And so we are all about pulling back the curtain on that and making sure that we're taking care of ourselves as well as our businesses. So that's that's everything. I'm so excited to have you guys here. Um, we are in full work mode right now, you guys. I know I've been like super open with you about the fact that I really love listening to my body and my energy when it comes to work. And if I don't feel like working, I'll take it a little bit easier. And then I go through phases where I'm like obsessed with work and want to work 24-7. And right now I'm in a work 24-7 mode. I think it also helps that we're I'm getting settled here in New York City and it's cold outside too. And there's Omicron. So there's like a few things going against me like there's not really anything else I can do, which I think is like making me even more excited to stay indoors and work on the business. So we've been in like full work and launch and planning mode the last couple weeks. Um, we launched Becoming, which that is closing the doors this week. So if you guys have been thinking about applying, we'll go ahead and link the applications for our coaching program for you below um, because we're closing the doors on that soon. Um, but we've been launching that. We've been starting with the girls that are already in the program. We've also been prepping for next month's launch which you guys will be the first to hear that Calling All Brands is coming back and I'm so excited. That course is like one of my favorite things we have ever produced. It's so big. It is over 35 modules on building a personalized brand that attracts your dream customers. And so I'm super excited to bring that back because we've only had the doors open on that once last summer. So we've really been focusing on getting things organized and like making sure that we have really clear systems in place to be as efficient as possible with everything we've been doing. So we've been planning out the feeds a week in advance or a week in advance, like a month in advance. We've been planning out all the content at least a month in advance. And now I'm working on also getting our emails automated a week in advance. So it's been a lot of automation. That's actually what I'm working on today is making sure that February is completely mapped out. And I'm recording this like halfway through January. Um, I just want us to get ahead of everything as much as we can so that I have time to stay in my lane of genius and to bring new things to you guys because there's a lot of fun new creative projects in the works and so I want to make sure that I have the time to dedicate to those and bring them to life rather than just like moving the needle in little ways and so Jamie is taking care of and helping with so many things and so we're really just working on scaling the business and making sure our systems are perfected and so that's been one of the funnest parts too of we've been doing the becoming trainings this week um which if you guys are listening to this when this launches they will be over by then but for those of you that joined us for the becoming trainings we kind of walked you guys through how we're planning out our months years and content um and that has been so helpful and so efficient so that we can really just like lock things down, know what's coming next, know how to execute things, track our analytics to know what's performing well. So that is what's working. I highly suggest making 2022 the year that you get super organized. And we also have a couple different podcast episodes about that. Um, On top of that, we've also been getting guests back on the podcast, which I'm so excited about. Um, Obviously, the podcast took a little bit of a break in general, but we definitely took a break from guests just because things were so hectic with the move and traveling. And so we just, I didn't have time for interviews really. And so we're finally getting interviews going back on the podcast. And we have had so many incredible guests 
on lately and so now we're getting those scheduled on the calendar and I'm so excited to share them with you guys. They are incredible. So if you ever have requests or recommendations for guests, please feel free to email them into hello at edenstrader.com and yeah, then we can email them, we can reach out and if you haven't yet, please go and leave us a review. You can now review on Spotify as well, I believe, which is really exciting Um, but that helps us rank. It helps us get um, bigger and amazing guests on the podcast so please leave us a review if you love the podcast and you haven't already we would love that um another thing that is working is tiktok you guys if you are sleeping on tiktok you are making a big big mistake it is quite literally i think the only platform available to us that is possible to go viral on anymore it kind of operates how instagram used to pre-algorithm which we love to hear right um but Right now, we're still kind of like tracking the stats on how or if that's converting. We're definitely making money off commissions um, on our Amazon storefront from TikTok, but obviously that's not like a really hefty like it's probably a couple hundred dollars. It's not like it's a significant amount of money, but it will be really interesting to see how we can scale TikTok. TikTok really just wants to see that you're pumping out content basically 24 seven. And so the mistake I see people make on TikTok is almost putting too much thought into their videos, almost like we do with Instagram. We want everything to be perfect. We want everything to be aesthetic. Whereas on TikTok, (laughs) they want like two to three videos a day. And then also I've noticed that the videos that I kind of put the least amount of effort into are the ones that go viral. And so we had a couple videos go viral um, and we were able to go from 4,000 followers to almost 10,000 just this month, which is super exciting. One of my manifestations and one of my goals for this year was to hit 25,000 on TikTok and I think we'll easily be able to do that now um, just at this rate, which is really exciting. So we're going to try seeing how we can convert this over to the business podcast page. Right now we're just kind of like my apartment is what went viral and so we're linking like all the links on my Instagram so people are having to go from TikTok to my Instagram to get the links for everything that they want to buy. So we'll see how that converts. I'll keep you guys updated on that, but that's something that's definitely working. They also announced that TikTok was like the biggest online platform in 2021. So seriously, you guys, if you're sleeping on TikTok, get it going. Even if it's not even related to work, maybe it's something you're super passionate about, a hobby, whatever, you can still route them back to your Instagram. There's tons of people that go viral on TikTok for other things and it still helps them with bookings. Um, My ex, when we had a video of us go viral, he booked like a wedding off of it just because they like found his Instagram. So you don't even have to go viral for what you do for your job. You just want to go viral and so it's a really easy app to navigate and to keep up on because again it doesn't all have to be like professional and curated like Instagram does so highly suggest getting on that um what's not working let's talk about what's not working what's not working is falling out of routines um I got the booster last week that knocked me down um for a couple of days and then I've just kind of um I think I mentioned I started a new medication there's been some side effects like really bad headaches I've had trouble sleeping and so it's been really hard to get up in the morning which isn't usually something I experience and so I've kind of fallen out of my routines a little bit and that's definitely taken a toll so I'm trying really hard to keep to my morning routines right now I mean god our last podcast episode literally was about morning routines um but I'm trying really hard to like even for example today my headaches like woke me up at like four in the morning and I couldn't fall back asleep till 7 30. I didn't get to go work out because I have meetings this morning and so I just like when I was doing my stretches tried to make like a very deliberate effort to connect with my body even though that was only for like five minutes. Um, So I'm still trying to really honor my mind, body, and spirit regardless of 
if you know my day is thrown off by like not sleeping well or not having enough time before my meetings so what's not working is falling out of my routines but I'm trying really really hard to still honor like the three concepts of a morning routine regardless of how the day is going so that's a little update on all of that you guys I'm feeling really excited about 2022 so far it has been so fun there has been so many exciting things we've launched becoming which is like my favorite thing in the world we are getting the year planned out so it's feeling good how are you guys I want to know how your lives are I want to know how things are going and today I guess we can just get right into it, right? We are bringing book club back and I'm so excited because the first book club was a year ago and it was 101 essays that will change the way you think, um, which has ended up being like a extremely popular book, especially on TikTok, which is funny. Um, But you guys love that episode. That is like one of our highest, not one of, it is our highest ranking episode ever, like including the first episode of the podcast. Like it is the most downloaded podcast episode ever so obviously you guys like book club and I love book club so I'm so excited that we are doing book club again and this month's book was the inner work an invitation to true freedom and lasting happiness by Matt and Ash doesn't have their last names on it it literally just says Matt and Ash um but this book was one that I've been working through for like the last month and it actually one of my favorite things about this book was I put it on my bedside table and it was the first thing that I did every single morning I would wake up I'd let Cora out of her kennel put her on her treadmill (laughs) which if you know you know and then I would just crawl back into bed and I would read for 30 minutes and my phone would be on airplane mode and it was just such a beautiful start to my day I'm really excited I want to find the next book club that we're reading is more business oriented but I want to find another personal book like this to start my mornings off with because that was like a really beautiful way to start my day I would lay in bed I would look at the city and I would just get to like let the sun rise while reading this book Ugh, dream town so I'm super excited to dive into this book I'm excited to hear your guys' thoughts on it um if you read the book I would love for you to send in your thoughts on the inner work because it It was such a powerful, powerful book. So if you didn't read it, though, let's talk about what this book is. So I'm just going to read you guys like the first paragraph kind of of the book as we open it because it's the introduction to the inner work. And they start out with a quote by Joseph Campbell, which is the hero's journey is inside of you. Tear off the veils and open the mystery of yourself. And then we dive into the first paragraph, which says, welcome to the greatest adventure of your life. The journey back to your true self, the embodiment of pure love, true freedom and lasting happiness. The path is simple, yet many find it to be the most challenging of all. This, however, is entirely up to you and your willingness to surrender resistance as it is the only thing through the releasing of limited themes of consciousness that you can remember true peace, unconditional love, eternal joy waiting to be revealed within you. So this was one of my favorite things about this book is that the entire principle is that like love, peace, and happiness are actually like our default because that's what the universe is and like we embody the universe. And so it says the shift of this or the shift out of the old and into the new paradigm of true freedom and lasting happiness can transform your current life to heaven on earth. For in this state of consciousness, there's no longer anything wrong or out of place all is love all is divine all is perfect it is the realization of ecstatic bliss and serenity that all great teachers have been pointing humanity to for all notable spiritual texts from the ancient vedas to parables of jesus tell us that we were intended to enjoy internal peace unperturbed by 
the ever-changing world and you have access to it all right now. So there's obviously something to be said about us wanting to change and better and like improve our circumstances right like there's a lot of things in our control that we can fix that we can change that we can stretch that we can pivot and what I liked about this book it's all about not changing those things it's all about the internal world and the internal things that we experience so say we couldn't change anything about a situation or about our life this book is about how to still experience true happiness, bliss, peace, and love, regardless of what our situations are, which I think is really powerful because we will all be in situations, right, where we don't control those things. We don't control other people. We don't control how things unfold. And so it's really important that we don't completely only place our happiness in situations that we control. It's important that we learn how to experience these things even when we're not in control. And so let me get to the themes of consciousness because this is how they kind of first start introducing what these feelings are and how we can feel about them so they have and we will be posting graphics for these on instagram so if you don't follow us on the podcast instagram it's at that's my personal business and that's where we're going to be unpacking a lot of the visuals for this so they have kind of like an upside down triangle right where you have two points at the top one at the bottom um a cone if you will was probably the easier way of putting that and the top is when you're expanded and the bottom is when you're contracted and towards the bottom of the triangle we have 3d reality the self as the body as if like we are just our body that's what it is this is also kind of where we suffer this is where we experience a victim slash abuser mentality and so these are emotions like pride anger desire fear grief hopelessness guilt judgment shame and those are all things that we've felt right and we've experienced um and then as we continue to move forward we transition into self-honesty and when we transition into self-honesty we hit 4d reality which is the self as the mind which we can then start experiencing relief and this is where we start getting self-empowered and we have a self-empowered mentality this is where we feel things like reason and logic acceptance willingness neutrality and courage right so we're going up the cone towards expanded and at the top that's when we transition into spiritual reality and we recognize ourself as the spirit this is 5d reality and this is where we experience ecstasy and this is a unity mentality so this is where we experience things like freedom and happiness love and inner peace which are the goals for being expanded they kind of introduce us to those themes of consciousness and how we need to awaken to the fact that we want to reach an expanded state of mind and so one of my favorite things is in chapter two they start out by being like we need to have compassion for ourselves and others along the journey and they say regardless of how you feel about your life or your life right now or sorry yourself or your life right now it is important to understand that if your perspective isn't rooted in unconditional love it is not the truth of your full potential it is a subjective perspective you are temporarily experiencing that is coming from a limiting thing theme of consciousness your true self is perfect loving awareness the greatness of your potential is pure innocence stainless and invincible joy you are innately accepted unconditionally loved whole and complete despite what you've been through or what the external world is telling you you are infinitely guided supported and provided for by your creator you have access to infinite possibilities right now your very existence is proof of how loved and cherished you are even if you can't see it yet the question is do you believe this we invite you to read the next few lines out loud and honestly examine how you feel we recommend pausing between each line so that you can become aware 
of the sensations in your body in connection with each affirmation. Self-honesty is the first step in revealing your current theme of consciousness. And so this is what I loved. I read these out loud and I'll read some of them to you guys right now. But it was interesting to see how my body reacted to things because what we experience in our life is a projection on how we feel about ourselves, right? And so as we read through some of these statements, I challenge you to pause it, open up the book if you have it, um, go over to our Instagram and grab these lines and screenshot them and say them out loud to yourself. But I want you to experience what your body feels like when you say these things, because if you don't think them about yourself, you're not going to be able to feel them about things in your life or people in your life. We can only meet people as far as we have met ourselves. And so it's absolutely crucial that we feel these things about ourselves and about our life and about our situation in order to experience goodness in our lives. Because if we feel miserable, everything else is going to feel miserable as well, right? Okay, so let me read off some of these to you. I am pure. I love myself. I can never be sinful. I can forgive myself and others. I am wanted and needed. I am seen. I am free from my past. I have no regrets. I face my fears with courage. I expect the best case scenario. I have everything I need. I am fully satisfied in my life. I easily celebrate the success of others. I have no enemies. I am inspired. I am unique and gifted. I am talented. I am inspired and inspiring. I am a success. My life is a success. I see only opportunities. I am brilliant. Everything is working out for my benefit. I am intelligent. I am at peace in every moment. I am completely loved. I see the goodness in everyone and everything. I see divine love all around. Okay. What did those things prompt in yourself or as you said them to yourself, how did they make you feel, right? Like which ones made you cringe or squirm? There are ones that like are easier for me than others. And then there are ones where I'm like, ugh, like no. And that means that I'm not sitting well with that concept with myself, which means it's probably not a concept that I'm experiencing, you know, 5D ecstasy with, with other people or the situations in my life. And so if we are like, okay, yeah, like they even have this part that says, Okay, yeah, I get it. Let's skip the next few lines. How long is this going to go on for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love myself. That is all an attempt to run away and avoid looking at what is really getting triggered. Whatever we're uncomfortable with is what is showing up in our lives. And so you need to be able to get really real and not shame yourself, right, on which things make you squirm, but to just take note of them with no judgment and be like, where am I struggling with these types of things in my life? And this book is obviously like, it's like almost 200 pages. So we're not going to dive into the whole thing, but I want to kind of walk through each of the limiting themes because that was one of my favorite parts is they really talk about changing our focus and knowing that true happiness and like, you know, and you guys know I'm all about like just being happier and happier because I don't know if I totally believe that it's you can experience happiness at all times, but true happiness is something that like we get to decide and it's not temporary hits of pleasure that come from external ego gratification right like we get tastes of pleasure when we are able to successfully manipulate conditions and people to meet our ego's expectations this is me reading it makes us feel like we are in control of our circumstances and this is satisfying to the ego's sense of mindness my life my circumstances my desires met while this might be temporarily satisfying inevitably circumstances will shift out of our control and that's why i really liked this book is because it was like yes like we are in control of some things, but we're not really in control of a lot of 
of things too and so we need to let go of this attachment to circumstance being what determines our happiness we need to be able to create happiness regardless of the situation so let's go ahead and dive in to the limiting themes because that is what i really really enjoyed as they went up the little chart to talk about what we experience and how to change the narrative so they start out by saying that we have like picture a tree and we'll post this graphic for you guys as well and we have our root program beliefs and the roots are a theme of consciousness and then above are our thoughts feelings and actions like the actual tree and those things grow out of our themes of consciousness so here are some examples of this the thought it'll so we'll walk through the thought the feeling the action the root program belief and the theme of consciousness So we have the thought, I'm right about this, they are wrong, you're feeling haughty. Action, argumentative. Root program belief, I believe I am superior and others are inferior. The theme of consciousness there is pride. Thought, I want him, I want to get his attention. The feeling is craving, the action is seduction. Root program belief, I believe when I am wanted, I am loved. Theme of consciousness there is desire. Thought, I look stupid, they're probably laughing at me. Feeling, humiliation, action, repress and hide, root program belief, I am unlovable. Theme of consciousness, shame. Thought, my life will never be as good again, life is so tragic. Feeling, sadness, action, sulk, root program belief, I lose everything I love. Theme of consciousness, grief. Thought, I will get revenge, I'll show them. Feeling, aggression, action, attack or demean, root program belief, I expect to get what I want. Theme of consciousness, anger. And so they kind of like walk you through all these different themes of consciousness and like what our thoughts generally are around them and what the the feeling is that we're experiencing when we do that. And so those are some of the negative runs, right? Like those are the ones at the bottom where you're like more contracted, but then we can go up and we can start changing the narrative and changing the feelings that we're experiencing. So then they go through and they do release and replace. So trigger, anxiety is arising. The root program belief there is, I believe the worst case scenario is going to happen to me. I've been hurt in the past and now I'm assuming I'll keep getting hurt theme of consciousness this is probably coming from fear the new narrative that we want to replace that with is i believe the best can say that wow you guys i believe the best case scenario will happen my past does not define me i will always be okay and i'm being guided all perceived setbacks are actually working out for my benefit in the long run i trust and believe in the goodness of life anything is possible for me and so they start talking about how you want to release the feelings it's not that they shouldn't exist in the first place they happen we're human but to release them to note where they're coming from and then replace them so the next trigger is craving is arriving the root program belief i believe I will only be satisfied once I get what I want. I suppressed my discomfort in the past through the enjoyment of food, materialism, drugs, alcohol, or sex, and now I'm assuming they are the source of my happiness. This, the theme of consciousness here, is desire. The new narrative. My happiness is internal. I am satisfied with myself in this situation. I am just as complete with or without my desire. I am grateful for all that I already have. What a gift it is to be alive. I am so blessed. All right, next trigger, insecurity is arising. Root program belief. I believe I am not liked or loved unless I prove my worth. I feel inferior when I lost or was overlooked in the past, and now I am assuming that if I am not the best or a winner, I will not be loved. Theme of consciousness, this is coming from pride. New narrative. 
I am always loved unconditionally. There is enough love and happiness for everyone. There is no competition. I have nothing to prove. I do not need to earn love for I am innately loved. Love is my natural effortless state and is within me. And so this was one of my favorite parts of the book because it's been so helpful to when like those feelings come up to not like panic that they're coming up but to instead be like okay this is coming from this and that's okay let me replace this with a new narrative and choose to believe that instead like why would I not hope for the best case scenario why would I not hope that I am loved why would I not want to believe those things but be okay believing the opposite right and so now we start transcending into the like more expanded themes of consciousness so it goes through like the limited ones which I'm not going to read through all of those because we kind of just went through examples one of the ones that I do want to read though is on page 146 it's where they're talking about transcendence so once you've worked through like what triggers things for you you can transcend them right you can replace things Okay, so there's this part on page 146, and it says, To release attachment to the desire for betterment and achievement, we must release attachment to the outcome of our efforts. It really doesn't matter whether or not the desire comes to fruition, because expressing our creativity and effort is the actual reward and fulfillment. We are always whole and complete the entire experience, not just the end. There is nowhere to actually get. Desire is an ever-moving horizon. There is no actual destination that will finally guarantee happiness and fulfillment. It has to be found within right now to see the real root of desire it may be useful to ask and then what what would i desire next what am i trying to get where am i trying to go the answer to all of these questions will always be happiness and fulfillment unfortunately no desire can ever give them to us though thus desire wastes our time chasing something that we will never obtain realizing this we may become angry for change and freedom for from our enslavement um, to pleasure seeking. And like, I always need this. I've definitely gotten so much better at this where like, I don't really think of like the end goal as much as I think of like what I'm experiencing now, but it definitely still comes up where I become stressed about the future or I want something in the future. I want to achieve something. And then once it actually happens, I just set a new goal anyway. Um, and I wasted all this time not being happy, thinking that once I got there, it would be there waiting for me, when in reality, it needs to be created the entire time. And so that's why it's so important that we're present and we actually enjoy what's happening right now, because right now is quite literally the only thing that's real. It's the only thing that's real, you guys. And so it's so important that you start finding this happiness within what you're experiencing now, which is reality in this moment. So they start going up into the 4D reality now that we've kind of worked through, right? Like pride, anger, desire, fear, grief, hopelessness, guilt, judgment, and shame. And so now we're moving into things like courage, neutrality, willingness, acceptance, reason, and logic. And so they walk through each of these things and do the archetype triggers root program and transcendence because this 4d reality the self is mind yes we're starting to get relieved and we're starting to get self-empowered but we're still we're still seeking something and so for example number one is courage and the archetype for that is the honorable warrior which is fun that this is about archetypes because that will lead me into the next book club um triggers our duties to fill wrongs to right problems to solve the root program is self-honesty transcendence is to stop finding things to contend with the next is neutrality the archetype there is the impartial the triggers are confrontation or more effort required root program is maintain status quo non-participation transcendence is to self-motivate the next one is willingness archetype is the overachiever triggers our aspirations root program is go above and beyond transcendence is accept that intention is enough 
And then I marked this part that says, in this theme of consciousness, we no longer perceive our work, life obligations, or mundane tasks as a burden or duty, but are grateful for the chance to demonstrate our unique gifts, talents, and greatness, which I love this. And I think that this is such a great mindset shift as entrepreneurs is to not see it as work or a mundane thing or whatever, but to view it as an opportunity to demonstrate our passion and, you know, our talents and to just shift how like lucky and amazing it is for us to be able to do those things. And then I also highlighted a little section of questions that they put to ask yourself, which are, what am I capable of? What are my limits? What can I achieve and give to the world? What am I here to do? What else is possible? I just love the idea of shifting our mindset into just this unlimited possibility and to really approach things with almost a state of childlike wonder of like, what can I do? Like, what what all could I do here? Like, what am I capable of? And really pushing ourselves to do that. Up next, we have acceptance. The archetype is the peacekeeper. The triggers are aversion to understanding. Root program is I am enough and transcendence is seek to understand. I also have a highlighted part there that says, since we are all free to choose our own perceptions of our lives, other people in the world are viewed with respect and appreciation and others' opinions are not taken personally. Acceptance sees the vast differences of human experience and lets go of judgment and admits that it has no idea why the things, why things are the way that they are, which I think is so, so important. Next, we have reason and logic. Archetype is the scientist. Triggers are objectivity and knowledge. Root program, understand, prove, and verify. Transcendence is believe and have faith. And that's when we move into lasting happiness and true freedom and we move into the 5d and so this is where we start with those themes so we have love and inner peace archetype is the spiritual seeker triggers our conditional love root program i am the source of love and peace transcendence is unconditional love now we have true freedom and love lasting happiness archetype is the saint root program is all is love all is divine all is perfect and that is the mindset that we want to be encapsulating And they have this little paragraph that I just love. And it says, what if everything is working out in the absolute best way it possibly could for you right now? What if this is your dream life? What if divine love is talking to you right now, reminding you to accept how loved you are? What if life is constantly guiding you? What if you could enjoy a life of utter bliss and fulfillment right now? And I think like what honestly this makes like this prompts me to think of because I think it's hard, right? When we're in the thick of it to be like, this is the dream. Like this is everything. This is really like this is happening in a good way. Um, And it can feel that way. And I think like what this immediately makes me think of is (laughs) fall of 2019. And I wasn't planning on getting a divorce and I just knew that it was time and I did it. And I lost everything. My divorce was so much messier than I expected. I ended up having to get legal help. I had my bank account just wiped. I was losing so much. I was so stressed. There were so many things going on that I will never share on this podcast, but that was easily the hardest period of my life. And even when I look back at journal entries now, um, I just cry. Like it makes me so sad to think of that version of me and just how it felt like the world was crumbling. And at that point in my life, I was like, this is the worst thing to ever happen to me. And now when I look back on it, I'm like, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I would do it again to get here. Like I would do it all over again to have this life. Like I would do it again, even though it was the worst thing to ever happen to me. And so it's just this mindset when things are hard of like, it's, It's okay if it's really hard right now, but 
having the faith and knowing that it's leading to something better. And so now when things go poorly or things don't go the way I want them to or things get really hard, I'm like, this is leading to something bigger. I don't know what yet, right? Like 2019 me had no idea what anything was leading to. I didn't even know if I was going to move out of the state. Like the life I'm living now was completely inconceivable. But and, and so it's probably the same for me now. There's probably things that will happen in my life and like a life that I will live, you know, either in a couple years or decades down the road that I just can't even fathom right now. But this is leading to it. And so having that faith that all is love, all is divine, all is perfect. Everything is working out for me right now has been so helpful to just know that everything is always leading to something that I cannot see. Um, so anyway, you guys, those were my notes. Those were my favorite parts of the inner work. If you haven't read it yet, I highly suggest it. It was such a beautiful, beautiful read that I am planning on reading several times over. We have it linked for you guys in my Amazon shop, which we will link for you in the show notes as well. But I hope you enjoyed this recap of book club. We will be doing it again in February. And in February, we are reading a business book, which is The Hero and the Outlaw, Building Extraordinary Brands Through the Power of Archetypes by Margaret Mark and Carol S. Pearson, um, which is she is the best. Wow. Best selling author of The Hero Within, which we kind of just touched on as well. But this book is all about branding. It is an incredibly powerful book. So we will be reading that this next month and we will be doing book club at the end of February. So we will link all of those in our Amazon book bookstore, book whatever, storefront. Jesus. Um, those will all be linked for you guys. I would love to have you join for The Hero and the Outlaw next month as well. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. If you loved it, please don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review. It means the world share on your story tell your friends all that good stuff i love you guys i mean it and i will see you soon